right. You know what we you know what that means when you hear Stevie Wonder and we get going with that. Our what three to five minutes podcast, the Hutchinson Report podcast take of the week. No, not what Leroy wants to talk about. No, not what he saw in the news, but what I see. What I thought was most important in the news this week, and there have been a lot of things. All right, let's get down to business. L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva, he should resign. Alex Villanueva, L.A. County Sheriff Villanueva, should submit his resignation. He's been a disaster as the L.A. County Sheriff. No, not just with the, the murder, and that's what it was, of Andres Guardado. Remember the young man that was shot five times in the back in Gardena? The problem I have is just symptomatic of a lot of things in the L.A. County Sheriff's Department that's been going on for a long time. Number one, we know the racism that's there. Number two, the paramilitarism that's there. Number three, cover up, cover up, cover up everything. Never seen a deputy and and certainly an overuse of deadly force that they didn't like and justify. Number four, no real oversight, no accountability, and definitely no transparency. And then the absolute insult to injury is now you trash the young man. He's dead, can't defend himself. No other witnesses come forth that corroborate anything that a deputy used to justify that. And yet you're the guy at the top. It's on your watch, Phil and the waiver. It's your department. You've done nothing about that. You need to go. The resignation should be tendered. Yes, I know you were voted in by the voters, but you know what? There'll be another election. Hopefully you'll be voted out. But even before that, you should resign. Because you're not doing the job, or maybe you are doing the job at the top in the wrong way. There needs to be a wholesale regime change in the sheriff's department. I'll tell you something else. The LAPD has gotten all the heat over the years because of the violence, brutality, and occupying army stuff. But the L.A. County Sheriff's Department has gotten a pass. Flown way under, thank you, Ricky, flown way under the public radar school. But they've done a lot of dirty stuff out there. A lot of abuse, a lot of violence, a lot of shootings that never should have happened, slayings, actually murders, and no accountability. Villanueva, you must go. Trump is 15 points behind, 16, 17 points behind. By the way, A.H. Hoffman, 109 days. Every morning I get up, I look at my clock. Every minute I look at my watch. Every minute I'm looking at something I'm counting the minutes down. You heard me, Leroy. I'm counting. I'm looking at my clock, and I'm looking at my watch. 109, 108, 107. We can't wait. We cannot wait. Which brings me, by the way, to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. The cancer came back, unfortunately. Uh, You know that there's a whole segment, Mitch McConnell, Donald Trump, and that bunch over there, they're almost counting the minutes. Is she going to go? Is she going to go and or resign? And uh, Ginsburg said, no, I'm not resigning. We hope and we pray, and we pray night and day. Preserve her. Protect her. We need her. We cannot let anything happen to her. Well, we don't want to see anything happen at all to anyone. I mean, we pray for everyone, their recovery and their well-being. But we'd like to, Leroy, be able to say that on January 22nd, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she can retire in peace, live out the rest of her life in tranquility, and recover her health. Why do I say on January 22nd? With a Biden landslide, we hope, and a new change in administration, we hope, Ruth Bader Ginsburg can go. By the way, uh, Leroy and Angela, you know, we're, we have a deficit now 5-4 with the Supreme Court. Five conservatives, four. I got to tell you one, that's, that's reversible. 
with the Biden administration, he'll have four years, probably eight years to reverse that on the Supreme Court. But I'll tell you what will be very tough to reverse. If Ginsburg, God forbid, something happened to her between now and November, Trump and McConnell would fast track would, before you even blink. They would have a 21-year-old somebody. They would nominate that 21-year-old. McConnell would fast track it, get that person on the court. You know what that would mean? A six to three. Now, five to four is reversible. Six to three, that's a tough one. You would have decades to come, this bunch there, that we'd have to deal with. We know, we pray. We pray like we have never prayed before for the health and well-being of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She's a tough lady. She is a tough lady, a fighter, and she made it clear, I'm not resigning, I'm not retiring. I like that, that fighting spirit. In any case, um, we'll keep our eye on that. But you know what? I have confidence. I have, I'm a man of deep faith, as you know, A.H. Hoffman. And many times I make a monumental leap of faith when things and challenges have come before me. I don't know, Leroy, what's at the end of the tunnel. I don't know where it's going. Sometimes I have doubts. We're only human beings. I have fears and I have concerns, but you know what? I pull back on my faith in those times, and I make that leap. And you know what happens to A.H. Hoffman? It works out. It usually works out for the better. It will happen that way with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. There will be an anti-racism motion uh, by Mark Ridley Thomas, your favorite supervisor, on Tuesday, I'm told, A.H. Hoffman. He's introducing an anti-racism motion at the County Board of Supervisors. You know what? Who's this supposed to fool? Uh, who's this kid? Who are we kidding? Unless the County Board of Supervisors is going to put real money, resources, initiatives, programs, health, education, welfare, homelessness. I mean, really put some muscle, some body behind it. Not another meaningless motion, not another PR gesture. Unless you're going to do that, I got to tell you, Age Hoffman and Leroy, it means absolutely nothing. In the, in the language of the squ- uh, street, diddly squat. You heard me. All right. On a, on a very, oh, by the way, a majority now of Southerners now say they, we need to get rid of the Confederate flag. Can you believe that? A majority of Southerners in a recent poll. The other thing, Age Hoffman, you know, the two uh, uh, individuals, I think a man and a woman in Indiana, that uh, were trying to lynch the guy. <laughs> Remember that? Well, they busted them the other day. Thank God. No, they arrested them, and they're charging them with a hate crime, lynching. So, you know, things are happening, good things are happening, and we like that. Um, one thing that we like to do, A.H. Hoffman, COVID, we're happy to be able to do. It's taken a major toll, A.H. Hoffman and Leroy, on small, minority, and especially black-owned businesses. And now with the sec- second shutdown in, in uh, California, it's going to be very tough, as you know, for many of them to recover. The Los Angeles Urban Policy Roundtable, are you aware of this, A.H. Hoffman and Leroy? What we did this week with our organization, we made, it, um, we made an announcement, and we've been pushing all over the place. We have formed what we call a COVID Distress South Los Angeles Black Business Support Fund. Here's the way it works. A small African-American-owned business that's on the rocks, having trouble, mm-hmm. problems, um, we want to keep you alive. We want to keep you going because you're part of the economic uplift and really the face of our community. We need you, not the big fat cats like Leroy that gets everything. We need the little people out there to keep us going. At the end of the day, it's small business that generates all the hopes and dreams and even employment for many, many people in this country, millions of people. We need that. So we launched the fund this week. 
And what we do is we're asking those that it's small. These are small micro grants. We have about 10 of them. We will make. It's not to cover major expenditures. We wish we had that kind of money. We're not, the, we're not the Ford Foundation or the Rockefeller Foundation or the Wells Fargo Foundation. A.H. Hoffman, we do what we can with what we have. We do what we can. On my epitaph, I want one thing to be written. When they ask, what did you do for humanity? Three words. I just want three words. Not, I'm not long-winded. I just <laughs> want three words. And you know what those words are? Do you know what those words are? What? Whatever I could. That's all I want. Whatever I could. No more, no less. Ten micro grants. That's fantastic, Earl. Hutchinson Report. Give my, uh, give my email address. A.H. Hoffman, give my email address. Hutchinson Report at, at AOL.com. Once again, Hutchinson Report. Not report with a T, but Hutchinson Report at AOL.com. If you're a business, if you're a business, send me an email. Just give me a line or two about the business and your address, and we'll we'll try I to make it happen. I think that's fantastic, Earl. You've always cared about people. Like I said, whatever I can do, no more, no less. All right, you've been listening to the Hutchinson Report podcast. Take of the week. We'll be right back. The Hutchinson Report. There will be major battles within the Senate, the House, Congress, and the White House, whoever the president is. Your host, Earl Afari Hutchinson. We got to cut this. We got to cut that. We got to raise taxes. Why? Because you've got to raise that money somewhere, and we know 1% corporate cronies. They're not going to pay their share. Tune into the Hutchinson Report, Saturdays at 9 a.m. Once again, it falls back on the shoulder of guess who? Joe and Jane, blue collar and poor person. There is no free lunch. Right here on KPFK. KPFK.